0: Welcome to Zichur Dafsi Simani, Member by Rum Goldher, and today we're going to Baba Kama, Daf Ein Tes, the seventh parak, Maruba. So the three tops we're going to focus on, when Amemar asked, Tiknu Meshicha B'Shormim Ogo, did the sages institute Meshicha for acquiring regarding Shormim or not? Regarding purchases, they institute that one does not acquire the item until performing Meshicha out of concern that if only money affected the Kinyan, the seller would not save the item in his Roshus in the event of a fire. Do we say that Shomer too does not assume responsibility for the item before doing Meshichol, or is he liable as soon as he agrees to watch it? Rabbi Immer brought a proof from the Mishnah, which teaches that if he gave the animal to a kohen for the redemption of his firstborn son, or to his creditor, or under the care of one of the foreign types of Shomerim, if he was in the process of pulling it out of the owner's domain, and had died while still in the owner's domain, is patr. Rav Yehmer assumes this refers to the Shomer pulling the animal out at the thief's behest, and the Mishnah teaches that before the Shomer pulls the animal out of the owner's domain, the thief is not liable, but after he pulls it out, he is liable. This proves that Mashiach was instituted for Shomerim. Although a Mishnah attempts attempted to explain the Mishnah differently, Ravashi rejects his explanation. A supports to supports Rav Yemar's conclusion. Point of it to Rav defines a ghazan, a robber who steals openly, as someone like Ben Yehiel Ben Yehoyada, about whom it says, V'yigzo Miyatam miyat ha-mitsri b'chaniso, and he robbed the spear from the Egyptian's hand and he killed him with it. Rav says it's like the inhabitants of Shechem who are described as lying in ambush and robbing wayfarers. Rav does not consider them ghazan because they lie in hiding, but Rav says they hide so people should not flee from them. Rabbi Yochum and Zaka explained why the Torah was stricter with a Ganov to pay Kefo and dal the hay. This Gazan equated the servant's honor to his master's honor by fearing no one. And this Ganov does not equate the servant's honor with his master's honor by being afraid of man but not of Hashem. Roman Gamwil compared it with two people who made a feast, one who invited the townsfolk but not the king's sons, and the other who invited neither. The punishment of the former who gave more respect to the townsfolk is greater. And point with three Tanam explained why one pays fivefold for stealing a Shechning or selling an ox, but only fourfold for a sheep. Rabbi Meir said, come and see how great is the power of labor. should to for stealing an ox, whereby he caused the owner to desist from labor with the ox, he pays fivefold. Says Arba, but for a sheep whereby he did not cause him to desist from any labor, he pays only fourfold. Rabbiokem and Zakai said, Come and see how great is human dignity. For an ox which walked with the thief on his own feet, he pays fivefold. But for a sheep which he carried on his shoulders, humiliating himself, he pays only fourfold. So once again, the three points are at number one. Amemar asked Did the sages institute Mashich for acquiring regarding Shomrim or not? Regarding purchases, they institute that one does not acquire the item until performing Meshicha out of concern that if only money affected the Kinyan, the seller would not save the item in his Rishus in the event of a fire. Do we say that Shomer too does not assume responsibility for the item before doing Meshicha or is he liable as soon as he agrees to watch it? Rabbi Yemer brought a proof in the Mishnah which teaches that if he gave the animal to a Kohen for the redemption of his firstborn son or to his creditor or under the care of one of the foreign types of shomrim. If he was in the process of pulling it out of the owner's domain, and it died while still in the owner's domain, is patr. Rabbi assumes this refers to the Shomer pulling the animal out at the thief's behest. And the Mishnah teaches that before the Shomer pulls the animal out of the owner's domain, the thief is not liable, but after he pulls it out, he is liable. This proves that Meshicha was instituted for Shomerim. Although Amemur attempted to explain the Mishnah differently, Ravashi rejects his explanation. Abreitsi supports Ravyamur's conclusion. Pointing to two, defines a guzzan, a robber who steals openly, as someone like Ben-Yahel Beniho yada about whom it says Vigzo Khanis and he robbed the spear from the Egyptian's hand and he killed him with it. Rav Yochanan says it's like the inhabitants of Shechem were described as lying in ambush and robbing wayfarers. Rav Yevoh does not consider them gazolani because they lie in hiding, but Rav Yochanan says they hide so people should not flee from them. Rav Yochanan Benzaka explained why the Torah was stricter with a ganov to pay kefal and hay. This gazolani equated the servant's honor to his master's honor by fearing no one. And this Ganav does not equate the servant's honor with his master's honor by being afraid of man but not of Hashem. Roman Gamliel compared it with two people who made a feast, one who invited the townsfolk but not the king's sons, and the other who invited neither. The punishment of the former who gave more respect to the townsfolk is greater. And point number three, Tanam explained why one pays fivefold for stealing and shechting or selling an ox but only fourfold for a sheep. Rebmer said, <laughs> Come and see how great is the power of labor. For stealing an ox, whereby he caused the owner to desist from labor with the ox, he pays fivefold. But for a sheep, whereby he did not cause him to desist from any labor, he pays only fourfold. Rabbi Yochim and Zakkai said, Come and see how great is human dignity. For an ox which walked with the thief on his own feet, he pays fivefold arba, But for a sheep which he carried on his shoulders, humiliating himself, he pays only fourfold. Alright, so now we get to our simon daf ein test, and our standard simon is a pen, and eight, and we often use a sofa in the Simmons so here goes. The shomer who did mashiach on the sofa's cow to guard it, until it was to be shakted and its skin would be used as parchment, was held up by a gosling out in the open who didn't fear him or Hashem, while humiliated, gone of carrying a sheep on his shoulders snuck by, who would only be chayiv dalet. Once again, slow motion. The Shomer who did Mashiach on the sofa's cow, Sofer, that must be on run tough. ein eye eight, pen. The Shomer who did Mashiach on the sofer's cow to guard it until it was to be shechted and its skin would be used as parchment, which reminds us that we learned Mashiach was also instituted for Shomerim, so that a Shomer does not assume responsibility for the item before doing Mashiach and is not liable as soon as he agrees to watch it. So the Shomer who did Mashiach on the sofa's cow to guard it until it was to be shechted and his skin would be used as parchment, was held up by a gosling out in the open who didn't fear him, or Hashem, which reminds us, where Yochum and Zakkai explained why the Torah was stricter with a of to be careful and Dol this Gazlin equated the servant's honor to his master's honor by fearing no one. And this Ganov did not equate the servant's honor with his master's honor by being afraid of man but not of Hashem. sham. Gamaliel compared it with two people who made a feast, one who invited the townsfolk, but not the king's sons, and the other who invited neither. The punishment of the former who gave more respect to the townsfolk is greater. So the shomer who did mishicha on the sofa's cow to guard it until it was to be shechted and its skin would be used as parchment was held up by a gazlan out in the open who didn't fear him or Hashem, while a humiliated gun of carrying a sheep on his shoulders knocked by who would only be chayev dawd. Which reminds us, Tanam explain why one pays fivefold for stealing and shechting or selling an ox, but only fourfold for a sheep. Rabbi Yochum and Zakkai said, Bo rei galuk votabrios, Come and see how great is human dignity. Short, for an ox which walked with the thief on its own feet, he pays fivefold. Says here, kivog sefot arba. But for a sheep which he carried on his shoulders, humiliating himself, he pays only fourfold. So once again, the shomer who did mishicha on the silvers cow to guard it until it was to be shechted and its skin would be used as parchment was held up by a gazlan out in the open who didn't fear him or Hashem, while humiliated, Gone of carrying a sheep on his shoulders snuck by who would only be chayiv dolid. All right, so now it's time for for Brabach Hazara. Daf Ein Hay. So the similar Daf Ein Hay is Amha Arts. So here goes the Amar's thief. Amha That must mean we're on Daf Ein Hay. The Amha thief who stole and didn't realize he should admit to the theft when he saw Adam coming to testify against him. Which reminds us, it was taught in a Brisa. If the thief saw Adim approaching to testify against him, and he preempted them and admitted in Basin that he stole, but did not shecht or sell it, he only pays karen and not kefal. The of Shimon says, Let the witnesses come and testify, and the thief will pay kefal. So the Amar's thief who stole and didn't realize he should admit to the theft when he saw Adim coming to testify against him, and then only admitted to shechting the animal after they testified, requiring him to pay. Dalad which reminds us, Rav Hamnun reasoned that Rav's ruling was only where one admitted to stealing and Adim testified as much. Shrei Chayav because he obligated himself on paying the principal. An admission which requires payment is a valid admission. But if Adim testified that he stole, and he admitted that he sold or shafted it, and then Adim testified so, he does pay Dalad vehey. Shrei because he had exempted himself from paying anything in his admission, since he knew his admission would not obligate him to pay Kanaz. So the Amar's thief, who stole and didn't realize he should admit to the theft when he saw Adim coming to testify against him, and then only admitted to shechting the animal after they testified, requiring him to pay. Daladahey was totally confused why second set of Adim who then testified that he Shekhtin the animal and were found to be Zomim, did not have to pay. Which reminds us, more brings a case where Adim testified that someone stole, and he agreed that he stole and also shechted or sold the animal, but did not steal in front of them, but before two other Adim whom he named. The first pair was exposed as Zomim, and the other Eidim later testified to his theft and shechting. The thief pays the principal, and the Zomim pay the Kepho. Because the thief admitted to their testimony, these witnesses would not be punishable even if they are later found Zomim. The Abundant Hold, any testimony which you cannot refute through Hazama is not valid testimony, so their testimony cannot obligate the thief to pay the additional threefold. Simchus considers the testimony valid, so he pays the threefold. Daf ein Vav. So the symbol of Daf ein Vav is IV, intravenous. So here goes. The thief who broke into the animal hospital to steal Mimakdish the cow, hooked up to the IV, IV, that must be more on Daf ein Vav. The thief who broke into the animal hospital to steal me, makdish the cow, hooked up to the IV, wasn't going to be chai for dal the hay, which reminds us, the more explains why designating a stolen animal as a carbon is not tantamount to selling it. When one sells to a headyod, originally it was the seller, Reuben's cow, and now it's the buyer, Shimon's cow. Machu was but if he sells, so to speak, he's makdish it to heaven, it was originally Reuben's cow, and now it's still Reuben's cow, meaning it's called Reuben's carbon because it atones for him and is brought for his sake. So the thief who broke into the animal hospital to steal me, makdish the cow, hooked up to the IV wasn't going to pay like his partner who began to shech the consecrated animal that the owner had acharias for, which reminds us in the mission Rabbi Shimon says that one pays for which he bears responsibility. He holds that if the owner bore responsibility for the stolen carbon, the thief does pay because it's considered stone from his house. Because the owner must replace the carbon if it's lost, he has a monetary interest in it, which Rabbi Shimon considers legal ownership. So the thief who broke into the animal hospital to steal Mimaknish the cow, hooked up to the IV, wasn't going to be chayb, the like his partner who began to shack the consecrated animal that the owner had achrais for, and whose blood collecting in another IV bag to be used for his rika, was considered already thrown. Which reminds us, Rebbe Lezer challenged the previous answer, since Shrita alone does not permit a carbon in consumption, rather it's a subsequent sprinkling of the blood, the Shita was not fit and should not obligate the Similarly, in the last answer, that he shefted a Balmum, it's only permitted to be eaten after redemption, so the shkita was not fit at the time. The grand answer of Rebbe forgot Rebbe Shim's opinion, that any blood which stands to be thrown on the Mizbech is considered like it was already thrown, and it's considered permitted in consumption. And anything which stands to be redeemed is considered like it was already redeemed. Daf Ein Zain, so the similar Daf Ein Zain is an A's, a goat. So here goes. The stolen goat, goat, that must be on Daf. Ein sein, A's. The stone goat standing right next to the meat of a paraduma, which conveys tumus ochlin, since it had a shasa kosher, which reminds us, the more provides the source that Rabbi Shimon holds called omadriftoz kapadue dami. Anything which stands to be redeemed is considered like it's already redeemed. Rabbi Shimon taught in par Tumas the meat of a shech, the paraduma conveys food Tuma, although it's prohibited in benefit since it had a moment of fitness, meaning there was a moment after shechita when it was considered permitted in consumption. Rishakish explains the moment of fitness based on Rabbi Shimon's ruling, a parduma may be redeemed after shechita upon its pyre. Although it was shechita properly, if a nicer cow was found, Rabbi Shimon holds the first could be redeemed becoming chulan and permitted in consumption. So the stolen goat standing right next to the meat of a par duma, which conveys too much ochling since it had a shasakosher, kosher, was sold as a trefer which would exempt the thief from paying all the hay, since he would be exempt. If he shechted it, which reminds us, the Gemara relates the case of a mocher treifa, if a thief sells a treifa, which cannot be eaten even when shechted. According to Bishim's opinion that a shekhted, which does not permit consumption, does not constitute shechita, Rabbi Yochanan says he's liable for although it's not subject to dal for shechita, it's still subject to dal for selling. Rabbi says that since he would be exempt for Shachting it, he's also exempt for selling it. So the stolen goat standing right next to the meat of a par duma, which conveys Tumas Ochlin, since it had a shasa kosher, was sold as a trafer which would exempt the thief from paying de hay, since he would be exempt if he shechted it, unlike the time he stole and sold a geep, which is a crossbreed of a sheep and goat, and was told he would have to pay de hay, which reminds us, a price to tell that one who steals in shech's climb, a crossbreed between a goat and a sheep, pays de Hay. The Gemara, the Pusik uses the word set, and ruba tot Kol makom she'ne ino el is a climb. Wherever the word set is stated, it's only to exclude a crossbreed. Why then would a thief pay dal behavior shachni a crossbreed? And answers that the X word O in an ox or a se includes a crossbreed. The Gemara goes on to explain where the word O in this context includes, whereas in another context it excludes. Daf ein ches. So the similar daf ches is a child going ach. So here goes the anti veggie boys who went ach ach. Uh, that must be the anti veggie boys who went uh when they found out their firstborn donkey could not be redeemed with climb of a sheep and a goat, because of the exclusion of se which reminds us, Ravat Kumakmush nemar se ino el La a Anywhere that says stated it is only to exclude climb, a crossbreed. Having established that the crossbreed is not excluded from Dalda, the asks where the exclusion was applied. It answers Lin Petokamor regarding redemption of a firstborn donkey, which a Mishnah teaches cannot be redeemed with a crossbreed from a sheep and a goat. So the anti veggie boys who went ugh, when they found out their firstborn donkey could not be redeemed with the climb of a sheep and a goat because of the exclusion of threw their vegetables at the thief who returned a bird for their father's ola bull he stole, which reminds us the more discusses whether one can pay for a stolen ola with a lamb or bird where the owner designated ashore. So the anti-veggie boys who went ugh when they found that their firstborn donkey could not be redeemed with the climb of a sheep and a goat because of the exclusion of Sir, threw their vegetables at the thief who returned a bird for their father's ol' bull he stole, and at a second thief who didn't have to pay doll to hay for the sheep he stole and sold because he left over one hundredth of the meat from the sale, which reminds us, the next mission says, if the thief sold all but one hundredth of the animal, he does not pay doll, the hey, explains, this means, except for something which becomes permitted through shechita, meaning, it's meat, as opposed to its hide, horn, or wool, which would not constitute an exclusion in the sale, other opinions are brought. All right, so now it's time to conclude our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which duff do we be Because if a thief has to pay k if he admits to the theft when he sees Aiden coming? That's on duff. I and hey. Good. Number two, which of the ones why someone stealing and shafting or selling an ox pays five times, whereas one doing so to a sheep only pays dollar? That's on duff. Ayn Good number three, which of the the exclusion of set, is regarding the redemption of a donkey which cannot be redeemed with climb of a sheep and goat? That's on Duff. Ayn Good number four, which of the one Rebbe Lezer holds witnesses to a death penalty who are contradicted receive Malkas, That's on Duff. Ayn Good number five, which of the one the difference between a goslin and a of and why gun gunav pays kephel and Dal the hay? That's on Duff. Ein test. Good. Number six, which stuff they learned? That's on Dov. Ein Gimel. Good. Number seven, which stuff they A case where a first set of eighty were contradicted by a second set and then accused of being ZOMRIM by a third set? That's on Dav. Ein Daud. Good. Number eight, which stuff you learned? That Meshichah was also instituted for SHOMRIM. That's on Dav. Ein test. Good, number nine. Wish nothing on the meat of a shech, paraduma, is metame tumus ochlim. Although it's prohibited in benefit, Hoyova v'haisel shasa kosher. That's on dav Ein zain. Good, number ten. Wish that the on why being Makdish a stolen animal as a carbon, is not tantamount to selling it to be chay, all the hay. That's on dav Ein vav. Excellent. That concludes today's shir. This is everybody, Rumgold Goldharva from Zichur, wishing you a great day and great learning.